I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Welcome, folks, to episode 168 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how the hell are you, man? What's going on today? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. We we have a lot to get through today. So uh, just we'll just jump right in. We, we're starting October. We're actually, we're, the day we're recording this is October 1st. Yes. Spooky so, yeah, like, season. <laughs> yeah, like, here we are. Like, let's, let's cross our fingers for the rest of the season, right? Uh, but uh, starting off things on a good note, uh, the writer strike has officially ended. Uh, they, you know, they came to terms with the, uh, you know, they came to an agreement with all the corporations and stuff and basically the the short of it is they got some more money which is good yes i they love got, it they got yeah <laughs> they got more money they got more residuals uh importantly there's some stuff like they they now get like uh when a streaming show does well they're now allowed to access those numbers like the company is supposed to tell them how many people actually watch this thing and then Good. pay more as a result of that. Like, oh, you know, it's the more rewards basically for that stuff. And also importantly is that they can't use AI anymore, which is great. Like, yes, they can't, I love it! Yeah, they can't hire like an AI to be a scab. They can't hire someone to like touch up and there's a little more intricacies than that. But basically the point is they can't treat AI as a writer, uh, as something like in the future, which is great. Very good. That's also huge. Yeah. For the rest of the community, you know? Yes. So right. uh, Just, uh, just on the entertainment side of things, writing's already kicked off. There are so many reports of like people already getting back to work. Uh, The actor strike is still going on as this recording. So, you know, things aren't actually like filming yet, but it's important to like the writing's already started. So that's a huge step forward. Like, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, there's stuff like like people already pitching X-Men scripts was one of the reports that came out now. So like, hey, here we go. It's it's all starting up again. So it's like they were working on that, like, you know, on the back end while they were on strike. It's like, Yo, yeah, up a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing, right? It's like, you know, you're not supposed to. But at the same time, it's like they can't tell you what to do on your free time. Right. It's- exactly. It's like, listen, as long as you get to the picket line, you know, every single day and you show face and you, you know, you walk around and you march around there you're good to go what you do yeah. on your free time outside of that picket line as long as you're not working you know you're yeah fine. i mean if you're riding one at home right you're gonna know who's gonna tell you no right you're just like hey you gotta exercise just... those brain muscles right you yeah, can't this... you know you just can't leave it a, a, a good idea to go to waste especially good x-men one so yeah so you know i'm pretty sure now that they, it's in professional capacity they're like all right let's do this for real right um but yes. yeah so good news good news on that but, that is Great good news everybody. overall, man. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's getting their money, or at least I hope they're getting it to the point where you know the strike was worth it, right? Like it's like, yes, mm-hmm. I, I hope you got what you got. You know? uh, so yeah. So moving great. on uh, to our trailers this week, uh, we got a trailer for Argyle. The only reason we're bringing it up here is because um, Matthew Vaughn, the director behind the Kingsman movies, mm-hmm. did this one, and it's got like a star-studded cast of like Henry Cavill and John Cena, and John and, Cena, what. Well, uh, Bryce it's, Dallas Howard is the yes. protagonist, right? So the whole gist of it is like she's an author, right? And apparently yes. her her stories are um, kind of hitting too close uh, to, to reality, right? Yeah, and then, to uh, actual like, spy missions. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, actual spy missions and the government shows up and Sam Rockwell is in there as well. And uh, um, a bunch of stuff happens. It looks like a Kingsman of Jace movie legit. So. <laughs> and- the thing even those, visually right because like, it has yeah. that gold tint everywhere so yeah and even like even those are good though like that's the yeah. thing kingsman movies are fun like i think the last one the king's man was fine but like you know i think at that point matthew even matthew vaughn was probably like yeah i kind of like got the well dry on this one right it's like yeah it's yeah, time to sure. move on and and it's fine like i 
I like his movies, so I'm, I'm excited to see what this one's all about. It, lo- it looks like just like a like a, a fun popcorn movie that will get yeah, in like agreed. February, agreed. I think, is the release date. So, hey, we'll be Oof. needing stuff okay. to watch then, right? So <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to say, I'm like, that's definitely a dump month. So um, hopefully, uh, you know, it, it's not a dump. So <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? Dump or not, you know, we'll go see it. We'll, we'll check it out and see what <laughs> <laughs> Crappy or not, we'll be there. <laughs> Speaking of, so uh, we had a trailer, a mysterious trailer for something called When Evil Lurks. I wanted to bring it up here because, you know, uh, I, you know, buddies and buddies at home know I'm not like a big foreign film person. That's not like the immediate thing I go to, even when it's horror. You know, I, foreign horror, we, we've talked a lot about this where like a, a lot of them don't hit me in the way that they're supposed to. But this mm-hmm. one here, I don't know. It's, it's got something. It's like, you know, there's just an evil presence, the devil and the people like it looks like it, it'll have brutal kills in it. But Arturo, I don't know. What do you what do you think? You're <laughs> I, I saw this on the docket, you know, like I saw this on our docket for today's show and I was like, oh, I haven't actually seen this trailer. I've heard of the title, right? Because I um on my, you know, obviously like, you know, I read a bunch of stuff, but I haven't seen the trailer. So right. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, it's this trailer. Let me check it out. So I checked it out and um, I get what Tex is saying. There is a vibe to like there is a vibe that it could be pretty solid based on um how it looks the cinematics of it you are dealing with a possession of some kind um there is some very good visuals in there and just in particular this one like bloated dead body that was just shown a couple of times in the trailer that looks really gnarly and and pretty cool my concern is um especially when you're dealing with like demons and possessions and stuff like that um we were um fortunate enough to talk um about one that actually had a monster in it and it lives right yeah um and it lives inside i'm sorry this one I'm a little concerned about because this could be that kind of movie where there is just a lot of ambiance and a lot of darkness going on. Yeah, and it's you know? just power um, suggestion type shit, right? Where it's yeah, like they, because they think there's a devil at all of a sudden. Yeah, they, because kinda- that to be honest with you, that um in particular, that kind of theme and stuff, you can work it like that if you write the movie. Yeah. Work. You know what I mean? Just, if you write a good yes. story, you can you can for sure work a paranoia. Uh, evil lurks in like the a, dark a whole, kind of thing, of the you know. Whole mania of it all, right? Like, yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, there yeah. was um uh just a there was this movie on um on Shutter. I I hate that I forgot the name of it just now, but it kind of reminds me of the same thing. There's okay. a lot of like evil vibes going on, and you and you and you felt the evil. It was like a very slow burn, but it was you felt the evil vibes and like like just evil stuff does happen, but there's no visual evil presence. You know, Mm, Um, but there was a lot of dark stuff going on and just like it was it was very like downer of a kind of movie. But it was uh, I have the same vibes here. This one has like some visuals in the trailer where it could look like there's something going on. Right. But it's a possibility. It could just be them seeing something. That's my thing with this one. Tex. That's why I have my hesitations, because also the foreign films, in my opinion, from watching them, they're a little bit more artsy in terms of what they want to accomplish, especially with the directors. Um, and uh, the younger foreign directors, I feel like, have more of an artistic eye um, instead of a a direct linear storytelling one, from my experience with foreign horror. So this one kind of falls in line with that. Um, so I am a little concerned that we are just going to get a bunch of like, ooh, spooky, dark stuff, right? But if we don't, I will be pleasantly surprised and very excited to talk about it. So let's see what happens. Text, um, any idea when this one drops? Uh, it'll be sometime in October. So this is, okay. it's also why I just kind of wanted to bring it up. Cause I'm like, yeah. Oh, it might be something we check out this month. You know, we, we have a lot on our plates this month. We have a big, we have some big plans, a lot of movies, yeah. a lot of TV shows are coming out. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see where it falls. We'll see if it falls. And this one you mentioned, too. it drops yeah. on shutter, right? As well. Yeah. Yeah. So, you okay. know, we'll be keeping so an eye out. That helps know. the content though. So yes. we'll, prefer- like I'll for sure, you know, watch it and you'll see the review on the corpse feed feeds there. So on IG and all that stuff. So just stay tuned for that because uh, for, for sure um, it'll be on my uh, um, play ASAP. That way I can either, you know, yeah, say it's good or debunk the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because this so. month, you know, we're keeping an eye out for horror. And that's the thing. It's yeah, like, look, you know, we don't, we don't want anything good potentially slip through the cracks, right? Because like yes, what, if, exactly. what if this is it? Like this is now – it's game time now, right? Like where it's like, yo. Like, yes, 
Hey, bring bring your I big guns. I will be matrixing yeah. a lot of bullets uh, this coming month. You know, um, for you guys, as you guys know, like this coming month in October, Corpse Street is is known for just watching randoms, random horror movies, hours and hours and hours and hours of horror. If you go back to my the inception of Corpse Street, I did a thirty one hours of Halloween yeah. where I watched yeah. thirty one hours of horror films. So um, just stay tuned because I watch a lot of crap for you guys. <laughs> so so, so that way speak- you guys don't have to watch that crap. Hopefully th- this one falls on the more positive side of things. So, I really hope so. I really dig when the foreign films, you know, hit. Actually, speaking of that, Arturo, speaking of crap, uh, so, you know, yes. we, we got, we're getting <laughs> Great a toxic, transition. we're getting a toxic Avenger reboot. <laughs> and, you know, we got the first trailer for it, Red Band trailer for Toxic Avenger. We didn't get to see the full Toxic himself, which is smart. Yeah. They're, they're keeping that, they're keeping that on lock until we get a fuller trailer for it. But like this one has like Elijah Wood in it, I think, and like some other, uh, some other interesting people. I don't know. So, Okay, so I'll open this by saying, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a big trauma guy. You know, the only trauma movie I have experience with is Toxic Avenger, and that's mm-hmm. only because, like, I saw it in high school because a buddy was like, "Oh, you got to watch this one. This one's supposed of to be." Of course, wa-. yeah, it, it was definitely Trauma's one of those the high school thing, man. Yeah, trauma yeah, <laughs> is the high school thing. Yeah, my, you know? my buddy was like, "Oh, we, you got to see this one." And yeah, I remember watching, going, "Yeah, okay, yeah," you know? and but I that's know, about it, right? It's actually, yeah, yeah okay, is really all. All, um, I, I, I fall in the same line with you, Tex. Um, I'm, as I mentioned before, I said a little earlier, I'm a huge horror guy. You guys know that. Um, but I like good horror. Um, Trauma's full yeah, of a lot of B and C movies. You don't like um, a lot of them yeah. C tier, even like it doesn't even reach that B tier sometimes with with Trauma. Yeah. Toxic Avenger is one of their most popular, you know, uh, properties, and it is a B tier movie. Um, the trailer looks not good, honestly. I don't like the I, I don't like the tone because they're making it seem like a trauma movie. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. If I wanted to watch the trauma movie, I would go watch trauma movie. I get yeah, what like they're this, trying to do. Yeah. You know, like I yeah. understand the, their vision. I get it. You know, they're trying to keep with that same vibe, with the same kind of essence as the actual soul of the and core of the movie itself lies in that B movie kind of space. But I didn't see anything impressive, uh, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to have to see a full trailer, a full like a full movie trailer. And like, I don't want to see a bunch of like uh, TV, you know, like uh, reporters, like, you know, chopped into it and stuff the way it is. Like, uh, give me a full trailer, you yeah, know, get the um, full Toxie doing his thing. Right. And yeah, so, because this is. um Yeah, that, nah, that's. Yeah, I'm that's not feeling interesting. Anything. Yeah, and so that's the interesting part of the conversation when we actually see this thing, and we we are going to review it. We're all we are going to talk about it because I, you know, uh, I I have more like I like cheese in horror a little bit more than you do. I can withstand yeah. it, but the thing that takes me out of it is you know gore. So my my gore my my gore like ceiling isn't as high as like you know and that's where it kind of balances out. I like I'll take a B horror, but also my gore it's either got to stay goofy or like I don't know. And this one promises it's going to have a lot of that. I, I do like the whole like the uh, the mouth kill that we get in the trailer. It, yeah, it, it looked cool. Uh, you know, just yeah, the whole ripping the part cool. of the, the bottom of the jaw. But like, that's the thing is, we'll see when we get there. I don't know. It's that's very true because it's like, do we want to sit through it? <laughs> and I guess, I guess yeah. we'll find out, right? Like, we're, we're gonna have to. It's you know, it's trauma. It's but that's the thing. It's like it's not trauma. It's just inspired by it and. It, exactly yeah that's the thing too that's the that's the best point out of this whole conversation about this trailer is that it's not true right yeah. um and that being said this is why i was saying before i'm like don't give me that you know yeah. if i wanted that i would go back to that you know um it give me something different um but it just so happens um they're trying to just use the excuse that the character itself is so is so funky Right. That we got to kind of do it like this. Well, no, it's your job to kind of if you are actually serious and want to bring this back here and kind of make it something cool, treat it with respect, obviously. Like, don't forget where it came from, but also, like, remember where it came from and do better. That's, that's the thing, though, too, because it's like, what do they want? 
And it's it's That's tough a, to yeah, get that like, it's tough to get that through a teaser. It's like, do they yeah. want it to be cool? Do they want it to be goofy? What what Great do point. what do they want? And I guess we won't see that until we get the full toxie, until we get a full trailer showing off the actual movie. So because as of now, you know, it's just like, oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, oh, it's, okay, cool. It's it's going to be what on our got, radar. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, going to exactly. be on our radar. We're going to see it, and either way, we're going to review it. It's it's one of the marquee ones we're going to keep an eye on here because it's a big. It is a franchise, you know. That's, yeah, it's a big IP, man. Remember, it even had a cartoon. Yeah, right? the Toxic it, Crusaders. <laughs> yeah, and this is also why, like, I I had a connection to it because it's like, yeah, I saw it in high school, but you you mm-hmm. know about the cartoon, right? It's like, oh. Oh, they they did a cartoon of it, right? So who exactly. Knows? Toxic we'll, we'll... Crusader, toxic <laughs> um, and uh, with that being said, Tex, let's get to our feature presentation, right? <laughs> Folks, welcome back, and now we have our double feature presentation. We got two good ones to talk about with you guys. Um, And first up is uh, The Creator. This movie trailer came out of nowhere uh, over the summer, and me and Tex automatically were like, listen, this looks pretty freaking good. We're going to have to watch this, man. It's definitely something that uh, I wish we would have gotten over the summer because it did have that blockbuster ending that was just absolutely fantastic and uh we also um got a lot of very cool visuals that marvel elves could be jealous of especially you know you know in their current slate of things but i really wish this movie would have come out in the summertime we really needed this um in the summer that being said man this movie's a pay for it for me honestly i i'm i'm with you right there like it's a pay for yeah see it in theaters yeah yeah, for me to pay for it, for Texas to pay for it. Um, I do have some issues with the movie itself, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, just off the bat, Tex, before we start spoiling things, this, as I was saying, this movie looked great. Like, it looked really good. Um, it's yeah. been a while since I've seen a, something that's not Avatar look this good on screen. And um, I'm really glad that um, they took the time and the budget to really make these things kind of pop because the whole premise of, of, of this movie was AI and robotics and mechanics and stuff like that. So they really went out of their way to make sure that um, those AI robots were as lifelike as possible and the movements were just incredible. Dude, and that, I don't know, that I don't visually know off the bat was awesome. Yeah, like, dude, right? Dude, yeah. apparently, so, you know, this had a budget of like 80 million or something like that, which, which sounds like a lot. But also, you and I both know, and the buddies at home know well enough by now, is eighty million is not a lot when in terms of like movie making, yeah. right? Like, wow, that's yeah, it's small budget, yeah, for sure. And when you when you get that budget and you you see how good this movie looks, it's like oh, and then not only that too, but like it's it's in the design, right? It's yes. it's not just Agreed. it's not just visual fidelity, which is already like impressive on its own like uh, the way these things move the way just the the actual robots move you know rather Mm -hmm. than like this is before you even get into the people of it all right like the yeah actual androids where you get like that cool effect with we we talked about this when we saw the trailer for the first time right that cool like the whole hole in the head kind of thing the whole Thing, yeah, the ear thing, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I it looks that. and it looks so good in the movie. It just, but it, it's like you said too. It looks so natural and it looks, yeah, it looks like a part of this world. And that's kind of like where where my praise kind of starts for it, right? Where it's like the design of this world in general is so well done. Like there's so many, like there's so much thought put into how things look and how things yes. move and how things like yes. would operate in this world. It's it's such a cool world, man. I, I was digging yeah, it. Yeah, agreed. Um, I was able to see this in IMAX, um, and uh, it looked fantastic. Like, the, okay. that's one of the main reasons it is a pay for it, because it just looks so good from yeah. start to finish. Yeah, you got to see this um, in the theater. Yeah. And uh, where Tex praises it, um, I do have some gripes because of that. The world does look fantastic, um, and it looks great. It's very intricate. It's very detailed. They definitely put a lot of thought into this, but in my opinion, I think they put so much thought into that world that they kind of forgot to explore their characters a little bit and kind of help meld those bonds a little bit more so we can get those um 
those connections better towards the end of the movie, specifically with our protagonist and um, this um, and the quote unquote weapon, which is this, you know, cute little girl, you know, who, you know, this cute little girl android uh, and uh, their relationship throughout the movie. I wish they would have kind of focused a little bit on that and dived a little deeper with them and spent some more time with them. Uh, I feel that that was a missed opportunity. And as if they've really um, did that in the second act, especially we would have like, it would have been such a a wild, wild ending because it was already a a really good ending. But if if you had those extra emotional beats there, I think that ending would have like, that's yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's, Um, that's totally fair. Cause like that's, but the other side of that coin though is that the world is so interesting? Yeah, right. It and is. Like it that's, is. It's, that's it's awesome. Yeah, which it's, is why it's very video game esque, right? Yeah, which is why I totally understand it. Like I get not spending time with the characters. You know, I that's my thing. Is like I'm not disagreeing with you, right? Like, let's put mm-hmm. that on the table. I'm not saying that oh, you know, they shouldn't have focused on more. Of course they should have, right? Like yeah, of yeah, course, course they should have. But at the same time. I get it because there's so much happening in this world. So, uh, so yeah. setting so setting the table for this part, it's, you know, in this version of the future, AI kind of popped off and, you know, it became so advanced, so developed that it became part of everyday life to the point mm-hmm. where people were with these robots as like kind of like family members. And it was kind of yep. like it got to that point. But then a nuke goes off in Los Angeles and – because of that, the United States is like, oh, we're not going to use that anymore. We urge the rest of the world to stop it. Yeah, the and, same, you know, the same uh, computers and weapons we built to protect us turned on us. Kind yeah, of very, very right? Terminator, yeah. very Terminator, very Terminator esque, yeah. right? Very Skynet. But the whole thing is, we find out, like the whole, but the the U.S. basically starts a war with Asia because Asia's like, no, well, why would we turn all our AI off? You know, they're. They're mm-hmm. a part of our family. So we find yes. out it's like it's it's very based in like human emotions. And like, no, and, and as we see through the movie, like, no, these AI are really developed to the point where they all have like personalities and they're mm-hmm. like their own beings and stuff like that. And that's that's even for just the robots, like the ones that yes. look like robots. Right. This isn't even accounting mm-hmm. for the ones that look like people. And exactly. The whole interesting hook of that too. I'm just like, yo. Every time I'm like thinking about the little details in this world, I'm like, I'm so impressed because it's like one of the details was like, donate your face so that it yeah, can donate be, your likeness, right? Yeah, I'm like, it's such yeah, like that was an, cool. It's such an interesting I, man. I'm just like, yo. yeah. So, so the politics behind that is um, donate your likeness in order to help AI, right? So that yeah. way. They can blend in better with society and kind of just kind of feel more human and stuff. So just to kind of show you how deep their relationships went at one point, like, you know, everyone wanted to like it was it was all togetherness. It was very inclusive, you know, uh, up until that bomb happened and stuff. So you'll see in the movie a bunch of the same looking people all the time because of the likeness stuff, which I thought was a really smart thing to do, especially for, you know, budgetary reasons no, as well. Um, yeah. You're, right. No kidding. Right. Cause it's like, yo, we can yeah. hire the same extras to stand in the same. Yeah. Areas, it's like right? we have a thousand Mayas over here walking around. Right. <laughs> it's like, we don't have to hire other, other actresses. Let's just use her likeness for no. every kind of Android. Okay, so, so that really helps, man. And then, so digging into the actual story, uh, you know, yeah, it's, let's do it. Yeah. It's about, it's about this dude named Joshua who's caught in the middle of it as he, he goes undercover to like, you know, figure out where, so this is a super scientist named Nirmata. He goes undercover to like try and figure out where the super scientist is, falls in love with Nirmata's daughter, you know, and Mm -hmm. you know, they're about to have a kid, but the U.S. attacks there. You know when he's undercover, and she gets caught in an explosion, and or and it starts the whole movie. Because after that, he's like, "Man, screw the government, screw everything, yeah. screw AI." And he it becomes one of those characters, right? And and then he's assigned on a new mission because he's like, "Oh, I I'll get the chance to see Maya again, get the chance to see my wife." And so the whole thing is, but when he goes, like Arturo said, he finds out that this super weapon that's supposed to be developed by Nirmata turns out to be this little girl, this little girl AI who has the power to control other AI. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then it basically turns into like a whole chase thing, but he's using her to like try and get to his wife. 
but at the same time, the government's trying to hunt that little girl down. And as he goes through this whole thing, spoilers, it's, you know, Nirvana is his wife, of course. Like, that's the thing is, like, you see that stuff coming. That's, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. You, yeah, you, you, you see that coming a mile away. And another spoiler is that, you know, the little girl a weapon just so happens to be a, a copy of uh, what their kid was, you know, supposed to be. But they lost their child in that explosion in the beginning of the movie, yeah. right? So. Because she was pregnant, right, with yes. their kid. So while she was pregnant, she was working on this weapon. She actually used like her fetal tissue and all this fetal DNA and all yeah. this other complicated sciencey stuff to kind of copy her baby and make a copy of her baby and, and make it into this AI, which was a wild concept. It was a wild, cool yeah. concept. Yeah, because the whole thing, um, the yeah. whole thing with the weapon is that it was the first AI child. Because you know they're yes. they, they kept saying that through the whole thing too is like oh they made a child right and so mm-hmm. this it was this whole thing that she was this child was going to grow and be more powerful and at the same time all the while it's the standard you know gruff guy gets a, a surprise kid kind of movie right it's like yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He, now he has to protect this kid but as he protects his kid he gets closer to the kid and you know and the little girl herself man uh who she's great yeah like that's the other thing too right just out of nowhere here comes this star yeah. child right like just yeah this well, little girl was great <laughs> yeah. but just see text like this is exactly what i was referring to earlier where my gripe lies yes my yes. my only kind of gripe with this movie was here like all right so I wish he would have found out that this little girl was actually a copy of what his baby was supposed to be. His yes. child was supposed to be. Yes. Then we would have had that kind of like, oh, my God, let me just embrace this kid and never let it go. You know, because we get that from him near um, um, in the third act, in the yeah. beginning of the third act. Right. Or the end of the second act. Right. Yeah, like it, all of a sudden he's like really caring of this kid. Yes. And I'm like, I get you. But we didn't get we didn't give you that explanation yet you know yeah he learns about that afterwards right yeah after the kid gets shot yeah it's, um and it, then yeah it, it's it's really like if you would have found this out sooner it, it would have kicked that side of him into it more and like because yes and i get what yeah because i totally agree because when it finally happens had leading into the third act it starts picking up like and then it's like oh and then it gets super emotional i don't i don't want to spoil yep. that ending because it's like the ending's part yeah, I'm not of gonna why, spoil the ending here. Yeah, because because yeah. the ending, like, I'll spoil everything else, but the leading that actual ending and the way they're able to like pull it off and like be super emotional about it. The whole thing is like it could have been even more, right? Like it could yes, have been it could have been even like yeah, it could have been yes, it could have been an even stronger attachment to these characters here when we do get this crazy emotional stuff in the last act there. But again, that being said, that really is my only gripe with this thing. Yeah. I do wish they did use that length for that, though. You know, the, the movie was long enough where they could have taken a little bit of time there to give us a little like um, a little two, three minute montage of them just kind of, you know, bonding with each other. Doing, even even if he didn't know it was a copy of his kid. You yeah, know what I mean, doing, just doing understanding, little, hey, like, yeah, doing adapted because uh, Joshua things, was the kind right? of person where he's like, oh, AI is not real. They're not real people. They're just things. So it would have been cool to see that kind of that um, switch get flipped a little bit there while they're bonding and be like, oh, wait a minute, this little girl, like, you know, she's making me laugh, you know, and I'm over here kind of giving a shit about her. So, you know, I, I, I'm caring now. I'm becoming a little bit, um, I'm, that hard exterior that Joshua first had is, is, is getting broken down a little bit. And I wish they would have shown that a little more. But yeah. as you mentioned, Tex, they did, instead of kind of doing that, they gave us this entire world, which again, I, I'm not going to complain that I was in there for that long. That's the problem, right? Where it's like, so yo, maybe, yeah, the, maybe comp- the issue is that the movie wasn't long enough then, right? Yeah, because it's like <laughs> the trade off is because of that, you know, we're seeing more of the Americans because the whole thing is we get introduced to these American characters, right? And like, you know, it's, they're so, like, it's, it's America, right? And like, they're so, you know, they're, they're killing all these robots and like, it gives you a weird sense of like, oh, something's a little off here from the beginning but then Mm Yeah. Then you get their layers. Then you get it's like, oh, like the the woman, uh, Alice Janney, like she's only doing this because she lost her sons 
in like this brutal way to these uh, to again these machines. another really kind of intense emotional moment there that doesn't get fully explored later on you know what i mean like we kind of see her get broken down to the point where she's crying and one of her soldiers who i believe is like one of her trustees you know what i mean yeah like sees this happening and there's like there's no you know there's no um callback to that uh, later on yeah. which I, it, especially for them to being in the movie for as long as they were you know yeah I, um but again like you know Dude, that's it, just like gripes I, it's just gripes to make it better than the movie was. Yeah. It's just it's just a really good movie. You I just though, wish at, they would have done the, the small things a little better. At the same time, though, we get these so cool science fiction ideas of like yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, like the like she uses this machine to like scan a dude's brain after he dies, and then his yes. mind pops up in an AI, and like there's one scene where a dude's like realizing he's dying he's like my wife my wife and she's like yelling at him where is it you know where are they all that stuff yeah like, that was really that's really cool stuff but that's the cool sci-fi stuff that i love uh, about this movie as you mentioned tex and also like just um the designs of the weapons and the vehicles yeah, and stuff like the cars just, look cool because they had this these wheels like like everything there's like an off-road kind of like lunar yeah, rover the, the, the kind big, of situation. The big American right? tanks, right? Like No, the, the tank was awesome. Dude, oh my god, it was scene, huge. Yeah, the scene where the tanks like make their move and start attacking, it's it's so cool, man, because it's like the sense of scale. And then that was the, very avatar of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you get the whole nomad ship, right? And it's like, yo. Oh, uh, nomad and their targeting system, right? Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, while, while you know, the end of the movie gets super emotional, could have hit harder. I 100% agree. The other side of me is like, man, I really like that stuff. And it's, it's the kind of sci-fi world that we only get, like, rarely, right? Like, you mentioned Avatar. Like, Avatar is yeah. kind of like the only really, like, comparative yeah. piece to it right because it's like where else do we get that fully realized world of like science fiction that's like it's totally different right it's good good yeah, one too like a, a watchable science yeah, fiction movie you too know, you know blobcab wishes he could make a movie like this you know it's like this is listen this i mean is he a, did make district nine you know at one point he did do that so at least he has un that under his belt but everything else after that kind of um he wished like when he made Elysium, for example, right? right. He wished he, he could have done this. This you know? is the movie he wanted to make, <laughs> you know? But, you know, and that's the thing, like, uh, capping my end of this, I have little nitpicks here and there, you know, John David Washington, I don't think he was, and that's part of with the emotional stuff. It's like, yo, yeah. he really comes when it counts. Like, he's really there yes. for it. Like, when, when he absolutely had to be there. But there are times through the movie, I'm like, man, I really don't feel like you're in it. You know, I'm just like, yo, yeah, he he was Dude, totally he was, agree. He was kind of stiff, and I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm like, there. Yeah, towards was, the he, beginning, in the first, yeah, in the in the and the first whole act there, like aside from the scene where he's first, you know, talking to Maya in bed as they're, you know, you know, just talking before the you know the whole attack happens, that was good. But then after that, he's kind of very stiff and just very kind of bland. Yeah. Until he until he has to kind of get in, into flashback scenes. Yeah. Where he actually gets really you good. Know what? That's that's um, a great point. Because yeah. it's like maybe he was like he didn't like the parts where he wasn't supposed to have personality or something, right? It's just that that's what it was. Is when he had that personality to explore, yeah. he was there. But uh, it was, yeah, it was on point. It, but the rest of it, but just, but this is all to say, these are all just smaller things I can complain about when at the end of the day, it's just a good movie. Uh, I will say that straight yeah. out. Like, it's a good movie. Agreed. Just go check it out. You know, you, agreed. Maybe not this month. That's the thing, though. It's like, pay for it if you're seeing it, like, just, you know, if you're not seeing a horror movie, but if, if you're in but, theaters, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yes. Like, September's theater stuff was pretty repug so there is time here before exorcist pops off and yeah. all the other horror stuff comes into theaters but there is time you know like uh spooky season aside i think this is one that you should go out there and check out in theaters yeah um just because the massive scale of just nomad itself 
right? Yeah. The massive scale of the ship itself, you need that huge screen. And then just to see it bomb people, you need the huge yeah. screen. Even you just know? like even um, the regular screen I have. Like I just had a normal screen and you know, it yeah. looked great. Like it felt Yeah, big. you gotta go watch it in theaters yeah. though, folks, it because it, it it's definitely worth it. It's worth it. It's a project, it's an original story, right? Yeah. Tex? yeah. Um and that's what we talk about here. Like give us something original that goes out of its way to do something different um, and do something special. And this is exactly what this one is. So this is why this is a huge pay for it. Uh, uh, make sure you go out there. It's like when we talked about um, It Lives Inside and Talk To Me, like these movies that tried something, you know, and they were successful. Yeah, um, So go watch those movies, folks. Um, and this is n- not different. Go watch the creator in theaters now folks next up next up folks yeah, here we go in our baby. double feature here we go um, um the 10th installment of the saw franchise saw x baby yeah. x don't give it to you don't <laughs> give it to you um it'd be cool if you had that drop man, anyways the, um, the, man, the marquee release like here we go right this is officially here like, we go this is the start of spooky season yes. starts right now yes you know oh man. um tex we have a resident Saw um, fanboy here, yes. folks, with us today, and his name is Mr. Nick Valdez. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he actually is responsible for making me enjoy the Saw franchise even more, as well as the Scream <laughs> franchise even more. So, um, But Saw here is text, the 10th movie. Last time we spoke about Saw, folks, we were talking about fucking spiral yeah oh (laughs) right yeah we were talking about spiral and um how we really didn't dig all that um and how we it didn't do anything for us at all um now this one we're it's gonna be a little mixed bag here folks just give you just off the front here i for one before i get texas um um you know input of this i for one enjoyed this movie um i enjoyed watching this movie in theaters i i kind of dug it a lot and i think you guys should go watch it. I think I'm going to say pay for it on this point. Tex, how about you? So I will say pay for it with an asterisk behind. I will say, okay. I will say pay for it because it's a saw. I will, you know, just, just a yes. saw alone because like, I've like, I've seen the other saws in theaters. You know what I mean? Like, of course, yeah. like it's, it's a scream scenario where it's like, yeah, of course I'm going to go pay for it and go watch it. And that's the thing. It's go check this out. You know, my asterisk behind it though is that there are a lot of changes to saw in saw X. And the thing is, it depends where you fall on the side of those changes. And this is where the mixed bag comes in because Arturo fe- like fell on the side where he really enjoyed the changes. And I mm-hmm. fell on the side of like, I don't know if I like this. So, <laughs> yes. so yes. And um, ultimately yeah. it, it, I think it, it ended up working out because, you know, it taught me what I actually look for in these Saw movies. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, what am I here for? And the thing is, I like this story, but, I'm also here for, like, the goofiness of the story. I'm here for the gamification. I'm here for watching people play these games. And, like, I I like, we talked about this before, death games are a huge subgenre for me because I like games. I like the idea of a challenge and needing to pass it, right? And so Saw X twists this formula instead of like making so it's not like the other saw movies at all john kramer is specifically the protagonist he is distinctly the main character this time jigsaw is distinctly the main character and it goes from the one of the standard saw movies and turns it into like a revenge thriller of like yo yeah you see it in the trailers and that's probably like the big criticism right there, right? It's you, mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, if you've seen the trailer, you know, the hook already goes to Mexico on this hopes of like finding a miracle cure for his cancer, finds out he's been scammed by this group and then does his jigsaw thing on the group. Cause he's like, yo, yeah. But the nuance there is how much of his character is being focused on during that. And so it's not just like, right. It's, it, this isn't just a thing he uses the catalyst for his new, like his new victims, right? This is like, no, he was scammed and, you know, he's so angry, but he's also dying. This is in between two and three, right? So he's no between one and two. Oh, right. Yeah. No, no. Um, yeah. Between one and two, but also three. That's the thing. It's like, it's, you know, cause this is po- like, this is basically, this is pre brain surgery, right? So yes, it, it's pre brain surgery, but it's also pre um uh matthew's finding him out 
yeah, as well. This is why we, in part two, we see him fucking just sitting in a chair, like pretty much breathing oxygen the entire movie until he gets asked by Matthews, right? Yeah. So like I, I was piecing it together because I originally thought it was between two and three because I'm like, oh, this is why he was bedridden in three. But then I, I was reading some more saw stuff and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is between one and two. I mean, yeah. so that explains why in part two, he's like just on a chair, just breathing through a tank, not even a- a- able to move at all. So, again, this is why we're here, folks, right? Yeah. Saw. The Saw universe. Saw saw, and its retconning and and just like just how the wicked web that they have woven for themselves, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the best way I can put it. Um, just a, a big disclaimer, folks. I, I sat through nine Saw movies in a matter of two days or actually ten if you in- include this one in a matter of three days, right? So my opinion on this movie comes, I think, from that text, from the fact that I did witness all this saw and this one did give me something different but still held true to the little bits and pieces of the important lore yeah of the universe not the actual because i agree with you 100 percent in um in um in um towards the end we're gonna discuss that and texas absolutely right on that and that changed my ranking of the movie as we were talking about it actually but just before we get there i i enjoyed this movie because of sitting through i'm not gonna include spiral but spirals was really bad and it really helped me enjoy this one even more because spiral was that was that movie that didn't exist in that with those original characters, right? right? But it still lived within that Saw universe. So it sucks we had Spiral because this should have taken the space of that kind of story, right? A story that lived in the universe but didn't really deal directly with what was going on with the with the Hoffman stuff and the Matthew stuff and the Amanda stuff, you know what I mean? So I really like the fact that this one focused on Kramer because that's what I missed from the last movies of Saw was Kramer, you know? And I realized like, damn, I really like this Kramer character and I like his his thought process and um and his voice is just great and this is exactly what I got here. <laughs> I got Kramer going through the process of a game, right? Going through the motions of stage 1 to stage 2, um uh finding out who the victims are and where they are and how to get them. We see him go through his, you know, designs in his book. We see him use his genius, right? Because he's a civil engineer and an architect and stuff. So we see like why this guy is able to build all this wild shit because he can. He's so smart like that. Um, so I really enjoyed that we got more of that because I, I think after watching all those saws, I wanted more of Kramer and what happened with him and how. And since his cancer was is such a a staple, like you know. In, in this universe we actually see here we get that story right we get that kramer with cancer story and his treatments and and what he's going through here and i think i really dug it a lot because throughout the history of saw it's wild because there's literally this one single story yeah right it, it is that, a single timeline yeah. it's a single story yeah even spiral even spiral yes. takes place post kramer so you know there's you know there's a before there's a kramer and then there's a post kramer era right and yeah exactly like a bk right yes and then uh um, <laughs> an ak you know yeah. after kramer and before kramer. <laughs> and it's so funny too because like even and when you realize that the movies that Kramer was really only around for, like personally, it, it's really only three or four, like you can maybe count four, maybe yeah. barely, but he's really only barely, yeah. yeah he, I mean, because his body's there, right? So, but yeah, he's really only there for the first three movies, like in person mm-hmm. as a character, he's only there for the first three movies. So this is where, like, you know, yeah, you can count. <laughs> then, but then, though, then he sprinkled in as, like, a young Kramer with a hat backwards, yeah, right? he sprinkled in a flashback. <laughs> part six or seven. Right? I forgot which yeah, one it was. It was part six because that's when he goes. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That was part seven because that's when he goes to the guy who's been faking it this whole time. Remember? Yes, and he's, like, yes. in the bookstore. He's, like, you like to lie to people? That kind of thing, basically. Like That was 3D, right? Yes. Yeah. The final chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so – 
you see him sprinkled throughout in flashbacks and stuff. And then that's why Jigsaw eventually was like the big twist was like, oh, Kramer's here. And you start getting your head going, wait, how does this make sense? And then it, then it places itself in the timeline. This is all to say, yes, like this is a wild franchise that's all been one story. And the same thing we saw X. It fits right into the rest of that canon. Like mm, there's a yeah. canon that they've been attested to, which is also why I've been such a big fan of it, right? Like, yeah. But my thing is, the ch- so I'm stuck in the franchise fan part of it. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't lie. Like a Texas stuck with the blueprint, right? Yeah, I, with the game blueprint. I, like I, um, I like that's what it is. is I've fallen yeah. in love with that blueprint. I've fallen in yeah. love. Saw X half asses that blueprint a little bit because of where it lands in the timeline, right? Yeah. Because it's him not really in his home turf. He's on the. He what well, is a, a jigsaw in Mexico as you mentioned? Yeah, right, Texas. And, he's on vacation. Yeah, it's right? so, so funny. So the whole thing is like if you uh you know it, so in the movie you see him emailing the doctor about like the treatment right he sends an email mm-hmm. that that's a real email by the way if you email that email you get a message from John Kramer saying I'm currently out of the country on like business or whatever and it says that's like, great it's it, it signed John Kramer at the end of the email right and but so. That aside, like this is yeah, this is his Mexican vacation. Like, he's like he's yeah. this is Mexican Jigsaw's Mexico adventure, you know. And but the whole thing is like because of that, you change things, and because it's such a focus on Jigsaw and not the people in these games, yeah. you see the games put together. You you know, and you see his mentality. And while I understand why people like that, like that's the thing is I understand where the appeal is because I also agree. I liked it. I like I like this stuff mm-hmm. to him and Amanda. You get Amanda coming back. You get yeah. You get that. Yeah. You get that play. You get more of that dynamic that you only saw really in part three when she's already mm-hmm. desperate. And he's on his deathbed and like they're kind of yeah. losing each other already. You see more of the actual father and daughter kind of dynamic yeah. brewing here. And yeah. while I enjoyed that, while I also agree that that stuff is great, I'm like I can't lie. Like I said, I'm stuck in that formula in that there are certain things I like about these saw movies that I wanted to see play out like a saw movie. You know, I wanted yeah. to see. I like people getting just thrown into these things and then all of a sudden have to figure out their ways out, you know? And yeah, all of this comes to a head in probably like, you know, when we get to the finale, we get the final montage. So Saw's thing of like doing a montage, but the whole point is like, yeah, we see, we see scenes we literally just saw in the montage. Yeah. Like we, of course we see lines that we literally just heard a character say like a minute ago. But the whole thing is, we're also getting uh, just the whole picture of the story. It's like, oh, a wrap up, yeah, yeah. Like, like all those little lines are pretty much um, an equation that adds to you know the final, yeah, you know, is, the answer as yeah. to why this person was here in the first yeah, place. This you know, is Jigsaw's grand plan, and we finally get it all laid out together. Like, well, you thought you got away, but now I have you. Yeah, and so <laughs> when we get it in the end, it's like, well. It's less impactful because we've seen the plan. We're seeing his idea play out. And so, you know, and the twist, there is no twist. I mean, yeah, there's a twist in that, oh, he actually planned this other thing. But it doesn't have that same level of like, this is this is Saw. Like, this is the big Saw of it, you know, because it's like. It's a big shame too, Tex, isn't it, right? Because. It had the length, right? Yeah. It, it had the length. And that's also one of my gripes here, too, that it was a little too long for a Saw movie. Yeah, I mean, um, I love John and I love spending time with him, but, yeah, man, we, yeah. we get a lot Me of too, time. Me too, but <laughs> the first act alone just drags. The first 30 minutes of the movie just drag because you're with John. And it's, you know, he, he's living this existence where he's just a, this sick old man right now, yeah. you know, trying to find a cure, you know? So I, it spends a lot of time with him there in order for you to kind of empathize with him and kind of just you know be in his shoes yeah, a little yeah, bit and understand where he's coming the, from it's turning him into the hero you know yeah and it works and it works because we're rooting for john kramer you know yeah. like at the end of the movie um so that kind of did work there but 
you have this length here, right? And then on top of that, you have, you know, you have these four games here, right? You had time, I think, um, to a lot, a lot more time and a lot more focus to the actual game part of it all, right? Because between the games, you get a lot of dialogue, a lot of development, a lot of exposition and back and forth and stuff like that. So I do really wish that um, in some of the games, they would have just kind of stuck there, you know, and just kind of followed on through to, to the next one and the next one. But because of how they built things around it, as I mentioned, it was more of a long as like, let's see what John Kramer is doing between the games. Yeah. Or let's see what he's doing while these people are trying to figure their yeah, life out. You know what I mean? He's just kind of standing there, you know? Because that's the thing. I don't I don't watch – I mean, yeah, the way, the way I talk about these things, right? You might be like, oh, he gets a kick out of the games. But no, like – I don't watch them for the gore and the results. Like I'm like, look, no, Tex doesn't like gore. People know that. Yeah, like look at look at the best one that does these things. Saw six, right? Saw six. You know, it, it takes like 15 minutes to establish like what the whole thing is with the insurance guy and then his tests and stuff like that. But like as you see him go through it, party roots for him because it's like, oh, he has to save these people and all that. And then you get to the end where it's not his test at all. It's actually like, and, mm-hmm. and so there's still that emotional core there of like, like the, these people, the whole thing is they, they need to fight to survive and to realize like their, you know, what, what life really is and to learn that lesson. Yeah. And so when you get to people in this movie, you know, Jigsaw's telling them to learn their lesson and to learn how to live, but you don't care about them because you know the focus is because you know because you know these people are terrible yeah they've um the way the story is is written it shows a lot more you know how we usually get the really like despicable like facts come out through the game game, right yes yeah here we knew off the bat like oh these guys suck man like you're terrible yeah you know they're scamming people with cancer and you see a big board with money numbers and stuff like this you know so (laughs) super guilty so this is why you end up rooting with john so hardcore and this is also why i think it's a missed opportunity when it came to really getting justice right in the saw universe right Right. like um like to really kind of um show like you know what cool games you can do granted aside the games were innovative, um, but it also say, kind of shows. That. Yeah, I agree there. Yeah, it, it also shows text the mentality of John Kramer in comparison to his apprentices, right? To Amanda and to Hoffman, whose games were fucking heck of a lot more just brutal, yeah, Hoffman, you know, and pretty much unwinnable, yeah, right? <laughs> like by the time you see how much, like, what kind of games Hoffman are doing, it, Hoffman's doing in like Saw 3D, there's a game where like people, a sicko. yeah, people are hanging from like barbed wires on like, uh, and below them are like, uh, like the, the uh the lawnmowers are like fans are spinning and stuff yes. like that so it's like how do you even how do you win stuff like that and how do you survive right and but with jigsaw that's the thing is they are brutal and they you you do see them and there is a way to live but also at the same time because it's so tinged with revenge it's also a little bit hoffman-esque in the traps right it's like there there's just not like it's just a little bit of not enough time in some of these games right yeah. of like like the lady uh you know the only one really was that dude cuts out the bombs in his arms but that was oh that was awesome that was also because that was something john had to whip up on the fly you know <laughs> i'm like how'd you make the pipe bombs bro you're like in mexico it was such like a you know, he found some old factory yeah, of course i, I love it because it's such a low rent trap but also it kind of rules but like that that's the thing like that's that's like saw one stuff where it's like it feels low yeah. rent but also like yeah like he's got to cut out these bobs <laughs> with like little okay. yeah he's got to cut off pretty much the entire chunk of a forearm to kind of get the bombs out but, you know but like the, the um, part where yeah. a dude has to cut out his brain and like then it has to cool. dissolve in that thing. I'm like, there's just not. That was awesome. Like that's what I'm saying. It's cool, but also it's got that Hoffman revenge tinge of like. It does. Of like you. But you know what though? Like that makes sense though, because as we've yeah, seen, is, as you and I have, yes. Th- definitely seen the lore here um unfold we see in the other saw movies where he's telling his apprentices this is not about revenge yeah this is not about like um uh um injustice or whatever you know it's it's about change and how people change especially in jigsaw he's telling um his um his new apprentice there yeah. his, his first apprentice yeah. i should yeah, say the right secret one who who doesn't make an appearance during this who movie? doesn't show up here which is wild yeah, right yeah. um but like he tells him there it's not about revenge it's not about any of that stuff but but then i'm wrong in saying that because then jigsaw comes out before this even happens 
Yeah, and, right. Well, in the timeline of everything. No, no. Because, because if it's between one and two, he's making the bear trap in Jigsaw. Yes, he is. He's designed. Okay, so he's. De- that's the other Easter egg here. He's seen designing. <laughs> and I will give it credit because at one point he thinks he's cured. He's designing the bear trap, and it's a cool character moment of like he's like he's so happy. He's like you know I. He's like fuck. Yeah, this. he's like I don't even want to think of that stuff anymore, and I love it. Right, and then that's when you get the twist, and he's like. Oh, I've been tricked, and he, and he turns into full jigsaw. But that's the other thing. Right? I do like how much he got worked, though. That that was great. Yes. So this is that. Is, okay. So the point, like jigsaw in the timeline, is strange because that first test only happens because he picks that guy because that's when he originally finds out about his brain cancer, and he correct. He, goes all the way back to when you know because it was a mistake of like mm-hmm. and this is where he, it was a careless mistake yeah and because of that because he he realizes oh, i shouldn't be killing you because of a careless mistake that's just his philosophy so it happens before saw yeah. x because he already thinks that way at saw x so he mm-hmm. hasn't point. he hasn't made the bear trap yet as we see in jigsaw but he has already taken in that first apprentice and has already started this stuff because without the jaw trap which also kind of makes that sketch scene a little sketchy in general too yeah. because without the jaw trap how is amanda there and it goes into yes the, so it's like ah. that's why i'm like huh i'm like maybe a different trap would have been cool in that in that sense but because the jaw trap i guess it's so infamous yeah it's, it's you know the jaw trap is the big one like jaw trap just uh just an aside we don't see it go off officially until it goes off on jill in saw 3d on jill yeah which is like the big payoff of like seven years or seven movies it was worth supposed of- to go off on hoffman right yes. it was supposed to go off on hoffman but then he's so fucking smart he puts it he puts it in between bars before it snaps yeah he, but that's him knowing how the how the trap works yeah, obviously yeah. right so so yeah. it's so like this you know and we finally see it pay off, but that's the thing. It's such an iconic trap for them at this point. Because it's either that or, like, like a foot cut off. A doll. Off. Yeah, it's either that or a doll yeah. or, like, a foot with, like, a, a cut-off foot that's being chained up to something. Yeah, with the chain at the ankle, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, ah, but... So I get it. So th- it's the bear trap. That's just yeah. an aside fan timeline wise of like trying to piece this into the thing. But, but, uh, so I, I say all this to say that like because of that revenge thriller aspect of it, it, it changes the aspect of the movie. And that's my thing. It's like it, it takes a little bit of that saw zazz out of it. You know, it takes a little bit of that mm-hmm. saw pizzazz, especially when you get to the end and like a twist. Uh, one of the like terrible ladies is even more terrible and she starts threatening a kid and she thinks she outsmarts him. And like, they really turn the dial up on her to like, to really hammer home. This is the evil lady of the two, right? Like, yeah. It's like, this is the bad one out of the It's two. like, I'm so evil. I even tricked John Kramer, you know, and I beat him at his own yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know? <laughs> when I found out you were Jigsaw, I was, we were nervous to do this, but we decided to do it anyway. Or something. It, it goes real saw nonsense. I appreciate it. But at the same time, it's like, you get the final game and it's like, she has to kill the fiance she's with, but there's no twist to it either. It's just poison. Yeah, in a room. Yeah. Yeah, it's just poison in a room. And, you know, you have Kramer going, oh, everything's going as planned. And it's just like, oh, but it's just poison in a room. And only one of them can survive. And the whole thing is, right, there's like only one of you can survive. And there's like an open vent. And so, you know. Yeah, there's like a little doggy head hold yeah. over there. You just put your head out to breathe fresh air. But, Tex, there's no blades on there's, the freaking thing, man. There's no man. blades. There's no final booby there's, trap. You know, there's no. There's no There's no guillotine coming out. I chopped the head yeah. off the minute you put your head out there. Yeah, because. You know, because where's the saw, where's the saw twist, right? The saw, the jigsaw final, I've seen every possible, like, this is the stuff I love. He's like, he's such a brilliant mastermind in these movies that he literally sees years beyond his death to the point where, like, the final test always has a twist of, like, you know, oh, you weren't supposed to save yourself by going through the hole. You were supposed to just wait yeah. in the poison room until it all just fades yeah. away, and then yeah. the hole was the real one that was going to kill you, right? Yeah, and it, it's yeah. That was annoying because, like, to his philosophy, she did pass her test, you know, which just killed the guy, you know. Um, and it's like so that was a little annoying. But then it's like, why is that the test? Why is the test? It, yeah, it starts, was, you know, because why is the test kill the guy? 
in order to yeah. survive when it's like you know she's capable of that stuff so why wouldn't you test her ability <laughs> like why it's like you know she's an evil bitch man yeah Go on. yeah and you know and the whole thing is like oh the twist before that it was like uh, her test originally she was chained up to like a thing that two people were on and then her her boyfriend figures it out too late he's like well why were there two like two sets of cuffs on that panel or whatever and that's the thing it's like it was that that okay so capping it off i know i'm like going around in circles here but that's that's a Saw franchise fan in me. I'm like I'm sitting there yeah. analyzing that final bit, and in a Saw movie, the final twist is always like the biggest one, and it's like that final twist was lacking to me because of that. The montage was lacking leading up to it because it wasn't really much of a yeah. setup. It was just like oh, and that's where my ranking also goes down too. Because of that, because of that ending, honestly, like you had me until that ending, until that last game. Uh, with the you know with the gas yeah. and stuff, which I also thought was kind of lame and then, too. Yeah, like a smiling um, Mexican boy, yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, who's now like filthy rich? Yeah, and he's just right? like no so, holla. I do like it is funny. I'm like Tobin Bell say no holla. You're good. You're you're good. What's his name? Roberto even, Rodrigo? Something like I don't that. Even know. I forgot something his name Mexican, was. something very stereotypically Mexican, and you know, and then they walk out the door with the Mexican boy at the end. It's like a bright and sunny. Saw X title car comes up. I know, right? How weird was that? Right? It's just like, ah, and you know, but then jumps to the post credits, right? Yeah, and then you get you get Hoffman <laughs> returning. He's like, oh, you, you messed with the one person you shouldn't have messed with. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, back to back to normal. <laughs> yeah, back, uh, back to status quo. Yeah. You know, honestly, like uh, like I popped big for Hoffman. Even though I talk so much trash about Hoffman, yeah, I really did <laughs> enjoy him, like popping up, especially after again after Spiral. I was game for anything you know Kramer that's, and Hoffman were involved that's with. That's totally fair um, because they yeah, weren't after, they weren't like, in Spiral jigsaw completely either. Just, Hoffman wasn't a jigsaw yeah. either, you know. So it's like exactly. yeah, exactly. And the, and Spiral definitely like kind of killed the mood there. The jigsaw kind of also helped kill the mood a little bit. So once we got back to the status quo with Amanda and with Hoffman, I was I was fully in, man. But as Tex mentioned, there is a blueprint, and um, and these things are watchable because of that blueprint. If you make a movie too long, like this one was, yeah, it was two hours I, and that's it, what it was until like an hour 45, hour and a half, yeah, right? This one was way too long. Uh, I, I think ultimately, yeah. I think it goes down to that, right? It's like, no, Saw movies are 145 for a reason. You know, you, yeah. you get in, get out. Yeah. yeah, it's straight to the point. Um, but honestly, like I'll take any any kind of Saw movie as long as you follow that blueprint. You know, I got what I wanted from the you know the Kramer story. So let's go back to that blueprint. Um, in the next one, if you if you guys are gonna make another one, listen, it's easy. Just grab some kind of dirtbag doing wrong out there, put him in a game, and and we're good to go. Right? It, it works anywhere. Honestly, yeah, just, it works anywhere. Just do it. Just like I. I oh, we thought it worked anywhere. Then Spiral came yeah, out. Like I hate, <laughs> I hate being like I hate saying that for Saw when we scream. I'm like, you got to start changing stuff. But with Saw, I see now that they change things, and I'm like, yeah. And we've seen the other extreme of like changing too yeah. much, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's go back to basics and let's you know let's let's have another fun just saw game. Get it? Let's get another hour and a half yeah. of goofy saw games. And uh, or you know what? Yeah. Or or not? Like or you know what? This is the tenth movie That's in true. the franchise. I think this story honestly has run its course, especially the Kramer story. We can't. How old can we yeah. milk this for? Yeah, that's you know true. I mean? And at the end of this movie, there's no door closing. It's a door opening into like sunlight and like you know, it's it's a happy ending, quote unquote, for Kramer. You know, there's no game. It's Kramer going into the light. Yeah, you there's know? no there's no game over. It's it's the game yeah. has just begun type of vibe. So you know what? You're right. I I will end my half by saying you're absolutely right. If this is it, I'll take it. All right, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, same with me. Um, if this is it for Saw, I will definitely take it. I enjoyed the ending. Um, I'm glad it, it made up for the garbage that was Spiral because that's what we needed—a little kind of palate cleanser from that. Um, and if you're if you're going to continue this thing, just make sure you know you put uh, 90 minutes on the clock and then count down from yeah, there. Right? Yeah. Just you um, know what? that being just said, record folks, Tobin Bell. Right? Just have him do some voice work. Right? Of just dude, yeah. give him like a script of like fifty pages of random <laughs> shit to do, and just piece it together, you know. And then, and then you can give that money to his estate yeah. as you oh, move it on, you know. Because that's the best part, that's, you know. Because good idea. Listen, yeah. the voice is such an in, an integral part of 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 this whole thing. Yeah. If you guys recall the voice in Spiral, 
all oh, yeah, my that, God, that girl, that garbage. girl AI voice. Because even the girl baby AI voice, it was absolute garbage. Yeah, even Hoffman was a little off when he did his, right? But it was just like, yes, because you could tell it was Hoffman. Like you could tell it's Hoffman, especially with, with with those lips. You could tell. Detective Gibson, you know? <laughs> oh, man, I love you, Hoffman. Yeah, You're a real yeah, one, man. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but that being said, folks, um, go check out Saw X in theaters. Um, before we leave you, um, let's give them one Saw movie to watch, Tex. Um, I say go watch Saw 2. Um, it has the first group game and one of the best group games in the bunch. Um, it still stands the test of all the games too. It's one of my favorites. Go check that one out, guys. Saw two. That's my recommendation. How about you, Tex? I would say if you're going Saw two, I'll say Saw one. If you want to see oh, like how nice. it all began, you want to see literally mm-hmm. back to basics, and you want the best version of what I'm talking about, Saw one. Like Saw one. It, like it's one of those legacy ones where it's like it literally started a ten movie franchise, right? Because that yeah, because yeah. that final full point for legacy for shit yeah <laughs> for for sure. Because that ending is such like a good twist, like that you don't see co- back then. I remember not see coming at all. And when that, when, you were like, "Oh my god, yeah, this is the best!" Yes, when that body gets up, and then you get the theme, and then the game over. Boom, set. Ten more movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the first three saws, man. You can't get any you better than that yeah. in the franchise. So go the watch those three. folks. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, and three. Go check that out. Go check out Saw X in theater, folks. Go check out The Creator yes. in theaters. An excellent sci-fi movie with an even excellent, even better excellent ending. Put tons of excellence behind the ending. Um, and folks, this was episode 168 of the Morgan Official Course Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. A big shout out to you guys for listening. A big shout out for Del Virus for all this awesome artwork you see here. We have a 167 of these things for you chilling everywhere you get your podcast apple amazon spotify iHeartRadio, all that stuff we are there for you you can catch this show dropping now folks on tuesdays at 4 20 on youtube live on twitch live on x live on facebook live you could also catch this show dropping fully after it's done live on youtube on our youtube page at 6 p.m on tuesdays please like subscribe and share those and tell everybody to come join and download the podcast we're having so much fun here for you guys and remember it's a scary world out there but we are here to walk you through it